0: which is also a response that one acquires as a body, mind, and heart that is one within you with that ownership. Hello and welcome back to my lovely IHP community and any new listeners tuning in, welcome, welcome. You've landed on a podcast that has nothing but... Can show love for humanity and our lovely inner growth journey and our lovely world the battle of the forces of evil has been busted this this myth we are actually battling the forces of trauma and we're not battling we are loving and i might start integrating this little bit of an introduction that way people who are not enamored with life and humanity can this engage from a platform content that simply has nothing but constructive expansion because that's exactly what inner growth a mindset that is not only of the heart from the heart and with the heart will lead to our guide and ultimate guide is the true pure love and light that every one of us is and we are that when we begin life because our lovely nervous system has not began to defend and create safety patterns of behavior you know our left right brain there's a way that there's uh, development so the right brain hemisphere is what develops first and if in the first year of life there's not the necessary attachment that provides the stability for the emotional brain to develop there is a wiring that leads to those uh, attachment styles that don't support the person to be in their ventral vagal state that easily you, you can say we have a lot of people that are in fact in need of more 5 dcs remember SEE: self-empowered enlightened people and those who are all inclusive basically we're all human beings we all have trauma so we actually know this and then we don't need to wait for even more empirical data to show this we have the technology there's no Again, evil button in the body of a person in their heart there is a nervous system and uh, i do know practitioners that are licensed and practicing psychology psychiatry psychoanalysis and they still don't have this updated information at this time it's 2022 obviously the podcast is a digital piece of content so it may stay online forever i'm not sure i need to actually double check on how that is going to take place for when i'm gone but that's not today, is it? In the meantime, inner growth mindset is all about you pursuing and leading with a heart—a heart that learns how to be in equanimity. And equanimity is that neutrality. That neutrality is in the advanced place of the inner growth program. So the three courses. Although for now we only have the beginners on your dummy. The other two I have yet to have put up. Because of time, it will be done as soon as I can. In the meantime, though, you have the three main modules for free on the website, the main website. So that's inspiringhumanpotential.com. And that way, you can also see the type of course, how it's structured, and even the exercises. You'll find it's quite straightforward, but that's the whole point. It's your life, it's your heart, and the mindset supports you to navigate. A way of thinking that supports inner growth so the first step is that once you achieve the potential of neutrality in that advanced placement and it's only an advanced placement because of the time for a person to grow into their own self-empowerment and this is supporting people who are already on a personal development journey on ascension journey so you are looking to expand consciously speaking And to expand consciously is to expand mind, heart, body in a way of contemplative, but that contemplative comes out of our mouths and it's through our interactions. The body element is supporting me to know that I will need to create further master course to support the people who have bodies that actually have um, safety behaviors to share that awareness. And then obviously there's the mental health community the ones who do the somatic experiential and cognitive approaches I support through the body element with the one-on-one mentorship and when the master's series will be out but obviously it's in a way of implementing with exercises from what I do know so far if that right brain hemisphere is underdeveloped in a certain extent there's a high reactivity so that red and yellow those attachment styles and that's where it's simply about it being a long term everything's long term obviously for those of us who are in that 5dc but some people don't realize that when it comes to if your body completely feels unsafe there's a long term because you're actually rewiring and it's really true when they use that word you look up neuroplasticity you'll find out more and they're still building all of the empirical data and the findings and doing more so today we are thankfully in a society that has technology so they have eyes to see s-e-e again now this time to see within the heart of man and there is no evil i'm sorry for those who believed in it and those who still do in the meantime let's understand that those guides the belief systems they exist in their time and space as well and so once this five dimension state of consciousness is a part of your journey and we are integrating human and spiritual elements so this way of addressing any topic will always begin with making sure people know we are in the seeker space not the believer space you can call it pseudoscience as the lovely naysayer called it pseudoscience bullshit, self-help crap you can call it that that's not what you know it is but this is where everybody has a right to their own opinion what i'm trying to make sure is that those who stay tuning in understand that this is not a one way or the highway it's not one thing is right or not we're out of the ego and we're in the heart and we are in that emotional and the left rational brain so we are able to follow intuitively with our own bodies what is resonating not and to stick around and follow what is essentially a sharing of data points plus storytelling if you will to give you examples of how you can pinpoint in this case your guides and your ultimate guide the 5d self-empowered enlightened way which is really your own heart your own life and the path that you are on so let me first read what we have for the integral thought of the day because that's where i'm getting the ideas the topics that we're talking about in our lives, there are a number of guides we look to for guidance. Each resonates with your foundation, but there's a part of that foundation that only you can know 100%. Knowing that you are the ultimate guide to your decisions to take action is important to have in awareness so that as you pursue your inner growth journey you can ask yourself those important questions that will lead you to where you want to be i'll read that one again knowing that you are the ultimate guide to your decisions to take action is important to have in awareness so to be aware that you are the one who decides what actions you're the ultimate guide as we learned from greg braden's zero point when a person's finally entered this state of awareness they are their own life you can call it dharma or soul's path that's what some people use as a word but it's just you being able to be you so you disengage from the sense of integrity from the mantles of enlightenment you disengage from doing things with the external in mind with somebody else's opinion with somebody else's thoughts with some with something else's you that literally and actually use your heart and if you have doubt you understand that there's a level of self that is not sure and you go and check within and this is where that attachment style comes into place and the secure attachment everyone has trauma until you're not self-empowered there may be something that overwhelms you so trauma is when there's an overwhelmed emotion too much too fast too soon there's different categories i think t1 t2 i don't know if there's more but t2 would be those social day-to-day things let's say you know for work you're not meeting expectations that can actually lead people to not having good well-being because it keeps them up at night like the nine of swords social anxiety is like the nine of swords and so whether you are integrating this ascension talk or a more human approach, both are one and the same. It's inside of your body that it's happening. And the first step is breath because breath regulates our nervous system. But the second step is also you being able to think it through. On your own is one thing. When you are looking outside of you, it's gonna be another. So this is where you begin differentiating between the two once you get to the advanced place of that inner growth program or if you're already there then you are choosing based on your inner guidance and when there is doubt again it's not doubt you understand that you will keep contemplating and you will transcend in fact let's say there is still society or something outside that creates i don't know you're going to make a judgment call And based on a pure and crunchy loving heart, this means the judgment call is going to always benefit every person involved. There's no attachment. There's no, I want an outcome. There's no, uh, what if this happens, that happens. There's accepting with full responsibility what you're choosing to bring forth. And with love and compassion and neutrality towards whatever the external may do, because again with love and kindness this is where you're not breaking any laws laws are not to be broken because otherwise you end up in jail but we can try to change them right when we know that they're not right so we're putting that we don't do social political economical stuff but if we have to touch upon those topics what is important to know is that there's a structure in place there's 7.9 billion of us and we are people who can keep on doing what we can to ensure there is a level of Awareness of all respect, yada yada yada. We're doing that. We don't need to get into charged states. In fact, those who are still expressing in charged states have trauma, child charge parts that they have yet to actually uncharge, and in fact, they're not in their dharma. They are in other soul age groups. They're not in the enlightenment soul age group or self-empowered. Their younger parts are acting out. Their adult self is not in the room and they're not tending to the reactive autonomy adult the adaptive child the cognitive dissonance adult they're not saying anything to themselves like wait i could calm myself and have the conversation the same some people have the awareness and they just say no but this is some others don't so again this is where that's a whole different thing i'm talking in a way of you already being able to know it's what take responsibility or at the very least ownership not reprimand for the reactive, but in time you get to learn and empower yourself by learning to be in equanimity. So, once you are your own life, you don't have those who guide you, you are your guide. You have, though, the external that provided you a lot of information and will keep sharing information with you. There is not only one piece of life, right? There's all the islands, all the people, all the history, all the culture, all a lot of things and here's the fun fact culture and those human elements are so impactful it's not even funny and i'll give you an example i have the wisdom codes course from greg braden as well as the book and he in one of them talks about the uh, parable of the woman and the jar and it's a beautiful parable the way he describes it because um he's sharing how you know the woman the jar breaks as she's going home and she loses all the meal so the, the the vase the jar is representative for the body this is what greg is interpreting i forget if it's his interpretation or somebody else but um the jar is for the body and then it's the capacity of love so you're giving pieces of you away along your journey sometimes it's because by force so for example if i'm in a house where i'm not allowed to speak my parents are dictators types i will be silenced so i will have lost a part of me by force it's poor love why because this is where that is a loving act even though it's a nervous system defense act that's why it's a safety be as well but you will learn to be potentially submissive or collapse because in a household that will say no in certain ways consistently so again an excess of that where a person is actually silenced you will be able to tell because there's ways that you can tell if a person's been allowed to speak their truth in their own household or not and there's a specific like energy about it but anyways the story goes on to say besides when forced if you will so there's an imposition they take a part of you there's also where you give pieces of you so always this loving acts. Let's say there's a friend that needs you and you just sit through that all the time, all the time, right? Maybe you have something important to you, but you give up that something important. Or better yet, I have I know people that they left their jobs for their partners. Like they literally put themselves aside for their life partners, right? Which my book, obviously, uh, and in any self-empowered person's book, Giving Up, who you are is not you being the life you are you are essentially saying i pay the price of my life to be with this person so in this case there may and and people like that are not necessarily tuning in here because they actually lead with a whole different type of concept when it comes to life it's not because of anything except for if you actually do something like that you won't want to be aware of it because nobody's going to say i gave up myself they're going to call it the best time of their life because that's what they wanted. They wanted that type of relationship, that type of life partnership to give up everything and to be in a place of being told. Why? Because some people, they actually do have fear of owning that creator that they are. Not because of being a god, nope, or goddess for that matter. Creatorship is you as you consciously create through thought and emotion, your everyday. Your body is what gives you the first imprint of the day. And your nervous system is what's organized since your infancy. So as long as you don't know how you are organized, which requires those to go to how their sensations are and emotions, and some people don't realize they actually don't have that access because they have heartbreak and that gut wrench due to neglect or abuse. The whole self-soothing technique, I'm sure, has created a lot of bodies that have this heartbreak and gut wrench because when we cry out for help, and I know I shouldn't say I'm sure, but when we cry out, this is us trying to attach. And when Sue, one of my teachers, for my trauma course, explains what the body does, as soon as it begins to be exposed to external, it contracts. We are rigid because our body can sense the external, and it is an intelligence. Although there will be experts in the field of psychoanalysis that will not call it intelligence. I'm I'm still shocked at that one because they're actually either in school or just out of school and they should or thought they would keep up to date you know, with their academia and their profession since you know they're in the game of helping people. So it's an ongoing game. It's not a game. It's actually quite serious. So you again, think they'd stay up to date with all the things they can do to support those people that go to them to say, hey, can you help me feel better? Can you help me lead a better life? Can you help me behave all of these things, you'd think they would get well-rounded, but some people are in what they do not because they are their ultimate guide or their guide. No, no, their ultimate guide and guides are either the parents or society who set up ah, here, this label means this, 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 or this, or their own personal hurt. And again, all of these aspects are not in their awareness. Continuing along that path, they would expand both their interests as well as their passion, as well as waking up every morning becomes more and more a thrill. So the isness of the heart and us living drunk on wine, if you will, from inside, heaven uh, in the body, is <clears throat> very possible because we can navigate our ventral state when we're in equanimity, when you're in the transcendent function. So left and right brain hemispheres are working together. You are in tune with the heart we have three official brains this is what they know at this point thank you technology our cerebral brain which is the last of the one well no i think it developed with the heart It has always been in the body so the cerebral brain the heart and the gut the gut is what we understand to be they call it the second brain but it should be called the first brain because it is where when our ancestors freed up fire this is where they say energy our ancestors created fire, I think I said free, um, they it, they freed up, or energy was freed up because digestion was easier, this is from a Netflix documentary, I watched like two or three years ago, okay, or Amazon documentary, one of the two, um, and that's when our reptilian brain began to develop, or our cerebral brain, something along those lines, our thinking brain, that's all I remember right now, for data points. And the heart, this is through Greg Braden that I was able to uncover. It has its own neural pathways. So it has a way it stores our experiences. So you have three brains that store experiences essentially, but the gut one is the, I think one could say primordial, right? So it's the, mama- it's like literally basic instincts. So it's still there, which is why when it's engaged with the external, it will contract. It knows automatically I perceive there's something outside of me. Now, the heart and mind are what continue the creator space. And if you are thinking in negativity, it's most likely because your heart is not thinking in a loving way. And that's where the trauma comes into the mix and the attachment styles and not being self-empowered. So for that aspect right there, we could have a whole episode. But I want to keep giving you this story this example of the difference of a way that a person will create essentially um, the emotions and sensations again that nervous system is what's super key so breath work getting to navigate and scan where you feel what you feel tension all of these aspects are so so important and not many people understand why because they don't believe that the nervous system is at the beneath the surface of our behavior why because people still believe in the battle of the forces of evil and really what it is is people believe that their judgment and opinion and so here's again those externals those we group people because those are the people who have leaders they're not leading themselves their guides are their official leaders they don't have an ultimate guide outside of these groups of people There's always potentially, I should say, going to be a mass. We'll see where that mass goes. The mass would be the majority. So if we become all self-empowered with a version of fungus ages from information as set in stone. Since information is not set in stone, we're always accumulating it. So people who don't identify once the whole human species, potentially, because we don't know if this would ever happen, are in Maha Samadhi Samadhi, so they disengage from identifying with the information, then we will see a comfort with the unknown and with a knowledge, awareness that information always accumulates, and so nothing's set in stone. But then again, nothing has to end either. So that that equation, right here again, we got the infinity. 5D self-empowered enlightened person is at ease in this infinity which is why for us time and space really never have existed we've always felt this infinity I know I have like that's why for me everything does last forever this is how it feels and it feels right versus everything's destroyed because the destructive energy or anything that is destroyed when I look at it from the present to the past there's always a reason it was no longer sustainable it was no longer present or participant or for the time it wasn't it wasn't working there wasn't a balance there wasn't an equal give-and-take there wasn't a lot of that's the whole point for it becoming destroyed people like to think of war and I might should say not like they're just inclined to watch drama and then identify with that so again those are generalized statements that will keep people, in fact, in a type of self-referencing world that does not hold neutrality or equanimity, for that matter, or identifying beyond that first impact with the world. The story, this woman and the jar, The woman loses pieces. Sometimes she's giving them away willingly. Sometimes she's not noticing. Sometimes, instead, by force. This is the example, obviously, not in the story itself. This is the interpretation of the parable. And then for the other interpretation, it was just horrible. (laughs) Horrible. It's like I don't even know where they got it. You know, I was surprised when I saw it. I have to be honest. I didn't think it was that because of the way that i learned about this parable but the italian version because that's where i was looking to share this with somebody so i looked in in italian and um basically it just talks about this jar being empty and it representing emptiness that's where the inter i'm reading the interpretation so there's different interpretations but none of them none of them had the one that i got that's why i was like oh my god what's wrong you know but then again nothing's wrong i actually my mother's from naples italy the new listeners don't know this so i'm italian as well American Italian and uh, they have this yeah nothing's ever gonna go well kind of mindset because of a lot of things that we won't get into right now and it's really a pity but then again everybody gets to choose right here that's the cho- the choosing that's the karma that's the conscious choosing of the people so they will keep creating what they believe is possible as long as they have a belief that sets limits and this is where those child parts, the young parts, the immature parts, the volatile reactive parts, which is why there's not growth. There's growth where there's true autonomy on an individual scale, on a larger scale. So the, these areas of resistance, they're not resistance as much as they're people that are identifying from the ego, from their body. And they don't have a leadership that is able to calm them. Talks talk sense in the sense of sharing with them and it's also the way that they're getting approached there's a whole bunch of things we could look at but back to this parable and the way that the italians interpret it so the jar is empty Um, it's that people live in their lives uh, in a world where they have full jars but then they uh, they they discover that after all this activity the jars are empty another one is where there's an oh something about heaven on earth actually i can't translate that one i i don't know how to translate it because the sentence um and i know what it means in Italian. i just don't know what to share it in english guys (laughs) the words aren't coming out in english so i understand Again, from a Bible text, and I don't want to go Bible on us. The last one is, it's positive, and here again towards religion. So none of them actually talk about the capacity to love. Wow. Well, when Greg Braden is presenting this, he presents that you are at that point. You turn around, the jar's empty. You can't. You have the opportunity to see what love you can bring back what pieces of you you can bring back to you and it is through this scene mirroring that he also shares when you meet people in your life they can reflect to you those parts that have been lost so let's say you've lost your voice or let's say you've lost your trust and it will always be a personal choice so either when moments of hurt um, you choose the capacity to love. This is what the inner growth mindset leads you to choose because you are looking within and seeing where can I grow. Or you will stay in the very same energy and there will just reign this conflict. It might not be a conflict per se, but there won't be the metabolizing of the events, the emotion by the adult. And so it will stay in a charged state. It doesn't have to be used in the word trauma but essentially any unprocessed emotion especially if it brings any form of upset is going to be something that affects you the upset releases those neuropeptides or neurope I think it's neuropeptides so remember that everything we feel is from an energetic perspective which can be equal to that chemistry that our body releases and that can be connected to lifestyle but mindset is one food and it's really all of those for very specific reasons allow this to become a little bit more of the spirituality realm focus, because when it comes to energy i have yet to dive into quantum physics but i can try to explain it from a perspective of ego death and what i just recently heard from the alchemist lady um there's like the energetic venom or something like that every time a belief system is being broken down because you're having like a dark night of the soul type of thing going on and that's where the bandwidth because we all tune into bandwidth so 5d person is not tuned into those belief systems you are officially in the infinite seeker space so you don't have one truth ten, there's no truth this this word truth actually is more like when said guru says um, it's all inclusive it's all life is sustainable you become the spiritual process that you are you become the life you are so every life again is what you will look to support and um, there is not one right or wrong you just know there's structure because that's how we organize and so there's going to be structure it's accepted not through submission or surrendering it's accepted as an adult the way life is you can't have everything you want like it's it's kind of simple but it's more than just kind of because your body doesn't feel upset about it. You may, as a teenager, that's because you're a teenager, once you're an adult, okay? So, adults are those who can stay in equanimity and beyond, the full-on functional adult. The adaptive child, those are the ones who are unforgiving, harsh. They are, you know, the world is only black and white they don't trust people they are self-preserving and they are definitely with trauma that they don't even see and they're just calling it bad behavior not behavior toxic they're using all these words so really their guides are simply we group leaders that support a lot of different things that are their hurts versus supporting them to say okay let me look at this charge say let me move beyond it The charge state is the likes, dislikes, but it involves our body's emotional energetic spectrum. And breath is that first thing. So breath and calming, easing, this is that silence. When they talk about silence, the Zen spiritual people, it's about you being in your ventral vagal and with your mindfulness mind. So your mind is all in oneness. It's the unified brain meaning the frontal cortex is hooked in, limbic system, you're not hijacked by your limbic system in amygdala, which is instead what happens when you're in the sea. Remember, guys, the warning, 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 that would be where we all have safety behaviors that come from when we were children. We have our default network established by the one-year-old self, and that will then allow itself to be known by our seven-year-old self. So you have a default network that thick, if you will, the beginning of how your safety behaviors are going to look. Let's say you were in an abusive household. There's going to be that attach that stuck around the toxic relationship because it didn't know that obviously that's not a good relationship You're an infant. You know, you need to attach. So your nervous system just allows those uh, ways for it to numb out. The endorphins, diorphins are one of those to allow the pain threshold to not be there, which is why people who have the disorganized attachment. They don't have a way of feeling, and in fact, you know, I need to finish that one course so I can get more specific on the disorganized um, attachment. They're an important group that we want to be aware of, so that we may share love, compassion, and know how to distance from triggering the ego, triggering their fears. Because when that happens, that uh, reaction is not in their control. They're they're literally coming at something from that young of an age. Uh, Our implicit memory builds up until three years old. Remember that. And then we have our shame part, which submits by the three-year-old self. So by your three years of age, we all have these parts. attach, again, attach, needy, shame, submit. Then our freeze is for all ages. We got flight, which is 11 to 12. Wait, which one's a seven to eight? I'm forgetting one. There's a seven to eight, but I can't remember right now. Um, And then fight is the 14, 15, 16, which is the angry teenager. And when that goes in a way of inner outer critic, there can be, you know, revenge and other aspects that you notice will come out because the teenager is angry at all the parts for just sticking around and they're mad at the entire world and nobody's trustworthy. These are all very important aspects. We'll keep using them to support your journey so that you may bring the grown-up in the room and deal with those traumatized, charged states. You're not calling them children or parts necessarily, but you are becoming aware of these sensations and emotions, and you're becoming the guide versus reacting to the external self-empowerment means that you can sit with your thoughts and emotions. Achieving this state, again, it takes that time, but it's your choice as soon as you begin thinking and acting and feeling. It's your choice meaning to gain awareness. Once you've reacted, the part about reaction, it requires not only your awareness, but your wanting to learn to pause. That's where the patience sits in. And if you're upset at yourself for having a reaction, you're not gonna help yourself because now you're scolding yourself, here's where that potential angry teenager or or younger part will come in. The 5DC person is already in a place of being able to have love and compassion in any one of those child moments, child-charged, traumatized parts. So if I'm reactive, which I've recently been, or recently, I should say about a month or two ago, I'm forgetting the time at this point, but it's the first instance of where I was able to gain awareness that I was triggered, but I was able to maintain more than just equanimity and awareness. I was able to maintain love and compassion for all parties involved. And that was a really great day. And that was also a day where I realized, okay, my conversations, all of the inner growth content needs to support this visibility because once a person does access that neutrality things take a very interesting turn if you're choosing this 5d self-empowered enlightened state some people they might choose self-empowerment but that 5d is something that won't come till they actually can love every human being on the face of this planet everything in a way of knowing not all is perfect in any way shape or form but we unconditionally love and we know what's what it's what is now so the seeker doesn't have one truth ten truths any guides, no belief no nothing there's everything behind us but there's nothing in front of us and we stand in this now which means everything is consistently potential change which is why we don't experience this destruction the way other people do because it's not destruction it's actually something dismantling that's no longer working Because, you know, that is part of the cycle of life. So we know that if, the you know, once the body gets old, like there's a whole process that's not called destruction as much as it is a life process, which is why you become your full-on life spiritual process, your path. So you're your ultimate guide. It is from the heart because that lovely heart of ours, it feels especially when you're able to connect in that ventral vagal state with yourself. And so while for some people, it is like this woman in the jar, for those who are 5D sees, they don't actually lose any pieces without awareness, which is brought to them by people that give them back those pieces. It's fascinating. It's happened very few times. If I can say right now, I only know one moment where I was like, huh, I did lose that piece right there and I knew why it was lost, you know, the meanings and, and all of that stuff, and what was the interaction. And it's very interesting when you're able, because being that ultimate guide is your heart, you're like, that makes so much sense though, so why I would have lost that part with this situation and exactly why I gained it back in this situation. And that's what people will call, um, what's it called? Shoot, uh, in the ascension community when the universe it's not a coincidence these are our soul connections and so here's where for the 5 DC every person is always a um, part of you and that expansion that's why there's no enemies there's no concern of what people will think or what they will do or how they will behave because you are not them you unconsciously love them with their flaws and imperfections so it doesn't matter how they treat you Essentially, if none of these people ever represent a physical threat, they will always be in your life. The physical threat you will tell get away, you know, and usually that doesn't take place because there's a level of awareness for one's own well-being, and and so here's that part of. There's always the true autonomy person in a five D C relationship. There's one, that, that one who's in the five dimensions, so they're treating another like themselves and they will not be aggressive, they will try to have those heart-to-heart conversations. This is true, autonomy builds relationships. And they're not reacting, that's for the other side. The other side that reacts, they have their external guides. They are using their attachment styles, they're using their safety behaviors, they're using belief systems, they're using ego, they're using everything except for their ultimate guide, but they don't even know that yet because they're not aware of their reaction if they were or would have been or could have been or should have been or you know again in the in the sense of if a person is then it's clear because there's communication that happens there's a consistent openness to communication doesn't mean they're always you know on point they're not little soldiers uh what I'm trying to say is there's a openness to dialogue and growth and a curiosity engaging right that's where the other version is not and in this case their reactions they stay in that adaptive child potentially response which means they stay close-minded they stay unforgiving harsh and thinking they're right that's why that's ego and that's also why it's other soul age groups and not the enlightenment soul age group because they don't transcend into that seeking as a seeker knowing that there's more than just one guide one and and really everybody is their own guide so again life person will life sensitive respect all lives doesn't matter if the ego is coming out or not because that's the point the ego sensitive person will be that so they will be in their red or yellow when you say something or do something that is against what they believe is the truth and that's why they do cognitive dissonance and there's a breakdown of ego so you're presented to them to help break down that belief system but this doesn't mean the person's going to take up the offer because it's very painful as many sides whether it be spiritual or in the psychoeducational perspective when you are working with parts the younger parts there needs to be the adult in the room so if you have a belief system and a we group leader but your we group leader isn't empowering you and they're not teaching you to be independent and uncountry loving well guess what you're not really going to go down that route either you do so on your own and this is where like i was saying the five dcs they don't lose pieces without knowing what they're giving and they're not losing therefore and if instead they recognize that something was lost this is where it's thanks to And the immediateness of its return is quite straightforward. It's incorporated, it's embodied, and it's cherished. And whatever hurt is still left that is being processed, metabolized by the adult in the room, gets processed. Thanks to those, hey, here's a piece you lost along the way. Okay, it's quite beautiful. And maybe I'll try to give this type of storyline for our short tune on the uh, ultimate guide that your heart is for you and the guides outside how to thank, obviously, always that infinite information that keeps coming in. Because that all, we all have intellectual mentors, spiritual mentors, you know, um, political, You can, I don't really have political mentors, but I'm a political science major, so I'm in that. That's my area of... Expertise academically as a career wise, it's online entrepreneurship, you know, online marketing, online content creation, a lot of different arenas and areas in that Uh, supporting the personal development is my favorite with the IHP content. So you guys know that part. And uh, in fact, eventually, I will be using the Reiki teaching certificate um, for either a Reiki course or something integrate we'll find out when the time comes but what i was trying to get at is the personal development is definitely my number one priority marketing of course and uh, supporting entrepreneurs with their content as well of course but they are um, being fulfilled quite adequately uh, but if you ever need any support you know you got a person who knows what's what so please do feel free to reach out and we will see if we can set up a time, a consultation, and um, you know whatnot. But we will be back again tomorrow. I'm closing this one out right now. We'll be back tomorrow at short two to talk a little bit more about this lovely guide that your heart is, and the combination of using the intellectual material independently. So you are your own identity versus. External, so you begin to differentiate, and those pieces, they are never really lost, but they store when they surface and are felt as lost. They store first of all those child's charged, traumatized parts that you get to uncharge by tending to them as the adult with unconditional love, and then you get to also move into the embodiment of all of you. So you bring that piece and see how you can start sharing it, for example, and. Bring back to life or just allowing it to be a part of life this is where it's all based on you and uh your uh what's it called your choice that's what it's called your choice if you're wanting to enter that enlightenment so age group full on that enamorment with life and humanity and um participating with a very very beautiful joyous and excited uh it's 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 amazing it's that isness this is all i'm going to say so as you move into i'm my ultimate guide and then this 5d self empowered, enlightened complete integration you are going to just keep being mesmerized by everything that happens so we'll be back again tomorrow in the meantime sending you my love and my hugs and my support